personally hurt by the current president's policies compared to 35 percent who have been helped. We'll talk about that. Uh, on the flip side, 51 percent of those same voters say Trump's policies have helped them, while 34 percent say the opposite. And this yeah. is the reason our phones were exploding yesterday. Yeah. With people really, really freaked out and upset. And yeah. it does it does beg the question, um, you know, it, if there are Democrats out there who are concerned or even moderate Republicans about the difference between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Right. I think the the real concern here is disinformation, the electorate being poisoned. I mean, it's not like the contrast between these two are Republican and Democrat and conservative versus liberal policies. Right. It's not. I mean, President Biden has accomplished a lot in his presidency. And there are those who would say it's even historic. And then you have a guy with 91 counts against him, uh, liable for fraud, liable for sexual abuse. I mean, I could go on for four hours. The judge said he raped a woman. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that's that's where the, the concern is here, mm -hmm. that there's a lot of different layers of things going on. Well, yeah. I mean, again, though, perception's reality. And I, that's what, when I had people going, yeah, but this, yeah, but that, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. But, yeah, it doesn't matter. Right. Perception is reality. I mean, stop your whining. Uh, the, the poll numbers are the poll numbers. And they're just poll numbers. Still a year out. But I'll tell you what, they're getting worse. And it kind of reminds me of a basketball game where you're watching one side uh, that is, you know, uh, seemingly doing everything right. The other side, horribly, you know, has like a 23% shooting percentage from the field. And they go into halftime and it's tied or the team that's looking so bad is only down by two or three points. And you go, oh boy, wow. 
Okay, everything seemed to break for one team and they're still only tied at half. That's what I'm thinking about these poll numbers, John Heilman. I mean, you look what you look at all of the bipartisan legislation Biden's done. You look at the good news on on the economy on uh, many, many fronts. You look at uh, what's what's happened with NATO and a lot of good things to say about what's happened with Joe Biden. Yet here he is three years later. Uh, you know, a lot of things going right for him. Uh, and Donald Trump, 91 counts against him. He's talking about, you know, getting rid of the Constitution. He's getting crazier every day on stage. Yeah. He's just saying, I'm going to just start arresting people after I'm president of the United States. He says he's going to spend the Constitution, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he's ahead. Chief Washington correspondent John Carl John, in addition to our poll, New York Times has a poll out this morning showing that Donald Trump is leading in five out of the six big battleground States. Now, presidents have come back in the past, Ronald Reagan, Barack Obama, but this is tough news for Joe Biden. Look, this is a wake-up call. This is frightening for not just the Biden White House, not just for Democrats, but for anybody who fears what a return to a Trump presidency would mean. He can win. The New York Times poll is not the first one to say this. He can win. It it is early. And the biggest challenge for Biden is it's not just that people have suddenly fallen in love with the idea of Trump going back to the White House. They haven't. It's that only 23 percent of the country in our poll thinks the country is on the right track. Voters don't seem too phased by the fact that Donald Trump has been indicted so many times. But a conviction could make a difference. Look, it, it really could. I mean, we'll, we'll see. But I mean, the idea of voting for somebody that's under investigation, even somebody who's been indicted is one thing. Voting, voting for a convicted felon is another thing entirely. Donald Trump already planning for another term. I mean, it's just incredible. I don't think that voters have come to terms with what he is talking about doing. He is talking about a campaign of revenge and retribution. Uh, there was a fascinating story that is consistent with my reporting in the Washington Post talking about how he wants to go out and prosecute his political opponents, not just Democrats, but people that served him. Uh, John Kelly, his former chief of staff, Mattis, his former defense secretary, Bill Barr, his uh, former attorney general. Are, are voters really ready to sign up for that? He's talking about invoking the Insurrection Act on day one, using American troops on the streets of U.S. cities, something he tried to do uh, when he was president last time, but was stopped by his own people. This would be a very radical Trump presidency, much more so than even the first one. All fueled by a big lie about the last campaign. Yes. John Carl, thanks very much. I don't know exactly how this gets any better moving forward. It's not like Donald Trump's not been crazy enough to be punished by voters to be unfit to be president of the United States. Well, wow, kind of like happy Monday. Thanks, Joe. This is a very, uh, very happy kind of cheerful way to wake up here on uh, on, a, on a Monday morning after uh, after uh, this weekend. Um, I, I no, well, that, I think that's the point. I, I think the I'll tell you what the Biden White House uh, is not worried about, and what Democrats out there shouldn't be worried about is one set of polls. You just made this point. It's not the fact that these polls uh, say what they say. It's, it's one set of polls. Don't worry about it. It's also not that Trump is, quote, ahead in five of those six battleground states. It, they are they are all those polls are are very close to or within the margin of error. They are essentially statistical ties. Those are not things to worry about. The things the Biden White House worries about and that, that Democrats who support Joe Biden should worry about is that these polls are part of a pattern 
They have shown they've been across a lot of polls, across a lot of weeks now, across a lot of months. To your point about perception being reality, it's not just the perception's reality. It's the perception that's that's sunken in in some quite deep way about things like Joe Biden's age, about things like the relative strengths and weaknesses of Donald Trump and, and, and Joe Biden on certain sets of issues and on certain sets of character, character traits. That's a thing that worries the White House. And I'll tell you, the other thing that really worries the White House and should worry the White House and should worry Democrats is this erosion of support with core Democratic constituencies. Again, not just in this poll, but in poll after poll after poll. Joe, you've got this in this poll right now, Joe Biden among voters under 30. Joe Biden is up by one point. Just think about that for a second. A Democrat running against Donald Trump, he's up by one Uh, Donald Trump right now in these polls across the six states has 22 percent support among African-Americans. Historically low support levels for Joe Biden among African-Americans, Hispanics uh, and and young voters. If If Joe Biden doesn't fix those problems with his core constituencies, he will lose to Donald Trump. And and that is the thing that the White House has been seeing uh, erode over the course of the last six months to a very worrying degree. And this poll puts a very stark uh, spotlight on those particular problems, those attribute problems and the parts of that. Talk about the erosion of core constituencies in the Democratic coalition. Those are the things to worry about. The White House is worried about them, and Democrats should not be panicking, but they should take those things really seriously. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Monday, 6 November, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, historic Donald Trump in a courtroom in, uh, in Midtown Manhattan, polling over the weekend that has the, um, the Uniparty and the donor class in complete and total meltdown. We try to give you a sampling there. I really want to thank the team, the Real America Voice team in Denver, and also my own crack squad here in the war room for putting that cold open together. It was a mini masterpiece. I want to bring it. We got a couple of folks to start off with before we go to Jerusalem. One is Boris Epstein. Boris, you've been uh, riding shotgun with the president all the way through, particularly on the legal uh, compare and contrast to me, sir, with this pulse. It's not just that it's the meltdown of Mika. The, what's the polling showing versus what we're seeing in a Moscow show trial to I don't want people to understand this, forcing Donald Trump to testify against every right he's got, forcing him to testify and in the process, trying to strip him of his business. Boris Epstein. Steve, honor be with you, honor be with the posse. As you look all, all across the country, here's what is clear. The, the deranged Democrat with Tish James, who said that the Trump administration is too male, too pale, too stale. Obviously, what she was saying there, just the racist words coming out of her mouth back when she was uh, running for office and campaigning. 
This, these deranged Democrats will go to every length possible. And look at these gag orders all across the country. Again, in Washington, D.C., the D.C. Circuit saying to, to the judge in, in, in the D.C. District Court, you absolutely cannot muzzle a political candidate, the leading candidate for president of the United States, and, hey, that happened even before these polls. You cannot muzzle and take away his First Amendment rights. In New York, this judge... He's not only attempting to muzzle the president, he's attempting to muzzle and gag his attorneys. So trying to strip President Trump of his first, fifth, sixth amendment rights. These Democrats will go, do not mistake, do not fool yourselves. The Democrats will go to any length possible to stop President Trump from becoming president, which he's marching to do, and to stop MAGA from taking over. And to all this whining, all these losers on on media Everybody, oh, well, Joe Biden, oh, you know, oh, Joe's talking about how really this is a basketball that's done everything right. Everything right? Are your eyes closed? There's a war in Eastern Europe surrounded. It's a fire, a dumpster fire surrounded by nuclear reactors. 1,500 to 2,000 Jews just got slaughtered in Israel, slaughtered the worst day since the Holocaust. There's terror, terror threats all across the United States. Our economy is in the garbage. We have no southern border. We have no idea who's coming across. Our, our energy dominance has gone to energy weakness. If Joe Scarborough and Morning Mika Brzezinski and all of these other idiots think that Joe Biden has achieved a lot, has had a historic presidency, they need to get their eyes and their heads checked. And you know what's scary, Steve? They know they're lying. They know that the country is in the worst shape it has ever been, maybe since the Civil War, maybe before. But they're trying to spew it to try to convince what's left of the Democrat base. And that's why they're decrying, oh, this could, the, the usual Democrat constituents are leaving us. Of course they are, because inflation is sky high, personal security is low, and the country is a complete disarray. Why? Thanks to that. And I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it right now. Thanks to the rigged and stolen 2020 election. And these corrupt Democrats have no one to blame but themselves. And to go out there and say that Joe Biden... Elections... Lot, yeah. That is an offense. It's an offense Elec- to the honored uh, war dead in Afghanistan. To, yeah, to, it's an offense to all our veterans. To George Stephanopoulos, elections have consequences, brother, and stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. And this is going to have it for the media, for ABC News for the Uniparty, for the Democrats, for the radical progressives in this country that stole the 2020 election. Because guess what? Come retribution, baby. Uh, Boris, how do they get to, uh, how do they follow you today? Of all days, as President Trump's in the courtroom, we'll be following it all day. How do folks follow you? No doubt about it. President Trump is standing tall for America, standing tall for democracy, and that's why he continues to win. And here they're, oh, this new poll. Again, are they blind or are they stupid? Over a month ago, there was a Washington Post poll that said the president is up by over 10 points on crooked Joe Biden. BorisTV.com is the website to find all social there. Stay strong. God bless. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, we'll follow throughout the day, Boris. Thanks. We'll check back in. I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month. And our wise leaders deal with it how they always do, with more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continues to lose value because more spending weakens the dollar. Now end the cycle. Diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, 
when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd. Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon to 989898 to claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. And you still get the free gold bar. Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100% on de-dollarization. Text Bannon to 989898. Receive a free gold information kit and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action, action, action. Personally hurt by the current president's policies compared to 35% who have been helped. We'll talk about that. Uh, on the flip side, 51% of those same voters say Trump's policies have helped them, while 34% say the opposite. And this yeah. is the reason our phones were exploding yesterday. Yeah. With people really, really freaked out and upset. And yeah. it does it does beg the question, um, you know, if there are Democrats out there who are concerned or even moderate Republicans about the difference between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Right. I think the the real concern here is disinformation, the electorate being poisoned. I mean, it's not like the contrast between these two are Republican and Democrat and conservative versus liberal policies. Right. It's not. I mean, President Biden has accomplished a lot in his presidency and there are those who would say it's even historic and then you have okay, let me have a guy it. with 91 counts let me have it this is the disinformation and poison headquarters here in the war room i love this so much i knew this day was coming when morning mika when poor mika she's so gobsmacked because it's been a total and complete these polls are so crushing for the uniparty and the globalist across the board. Oh, the electorate has been, it's different information and poison. Well, baby, you control all the organs of power and media. You, you control NPR, uh, ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, CNN. You're on, you know, you're on four hours a day. You got the Washington Post, the New York Times, the New Republic, the Atlantic. You've been poisoned. How did they get poisoned? Oh, let me think. How did they get poisoned? Oh, yeah, that's right. They started uh, to disintermediation. That's what it's a fancy Harvard Business School world. They moved you out of the way because you lie to them and try to control them, and they can see that. The most important thing is to see what you see. And the American working class in this country, and actually the underclass, is getting the joke now. That the neoliberal, neocon policies of your sociopathic overlords is crushing you. Personally, individually, your liberty, your freedom, your, your economic well-being, and your family. And your family. I could literally play that on a loop all day. Right there, and we're gonna. I'll play it maybe in another couple of segments to play the whole thing all the way through. You just see there, she just, oh, he's done so many historic things, and people, and Trump's a racist, and Trump's indicted, and Trump's, and as we said, 
Trump is not just going to win. He's going to win big. Now, we're not going to lean on our shovels here and say, oh, a year before the election, we've got this. No, 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 no. Number one, we're going to get a massive, you know, 40 state, 400 electoral votes win and then get into the business of taking apart the uh, the elite in this country that control the administrative state. We're going to take the administrative state apart. And we're going to make sure the elites in this country can never do this again, ever, ever. So, yes, that day is coming, and we're getting stronger every day, and MAGA's ascendant. And why is it ascendant? It's because you, this audience. You have stood in the breach from the beginning, from the beginning, and now they're in total, complete meltdown. These polls are just, I, I mean, to say they're awful is to give too good a word awful. Also, don't remember, remember the Barry Lee. They keep saying, well, if it's just Biden, it's not Trump, it's really Biden, it's Biden, it's Biden. And David Axelrod came out and um, – and uh, for, from Obama, speaking for Obama, David Axelrod, his chief strategist, and did the coup de grace. He put the he put the he put the bullet right in the back of uh, metaphorically in the back of uh, Biden by saying, you know, it's up to Joe Biden, but he really has to consider stepping down. A massive polit- political story yesterday. They're coming at Biden from every direction. They want Newsom and Whitmer. The ticket they want is Newsom Whitmer. We've said this from the beginning now for years. And you see, Newsom's not over in China. Uh, playing happy clappy on climate change and rubbing up on Xi, much to the the uh, demise of the Lao Beijing, uh, because Newsom will, he traded out the people in California. He'll trade you. Uh, he'll trade Lao Beijing out in New York second. Um, but all of that I want to get in Richard. Uh, oh, f- uh, first off, I get a historic day. Historic day. Not just forty four years ago. I think yesterday is that forty four years ago. Lieutenant J G Bannon was on the USS Paul F. Foster, and we were called. Uh, to leave the Hawaiian op area where we're doing our workup uh, to go to my uh, second deployment in the Western Pacific. And we were called to the Persian Gulf in the North Arabian Sea because of the hostage crisis. I'll talk a little bit uh, more about that as we t- uh, shift our coverage to Jerusalem here in a few minutes. But I want to bring another historic day here. 44 years later, we're launching in the great uh, in Music City in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, John Fredericks. Walk me through it. What do we uh, tell me uh, about this historic launch of the John Frederick Radio Network with War Room being a humble part of that in Nashville? Well, listen, Steve, uh, many years uh, in 2019, in October, we founded the War Room. You came on our network. That's how your show started. Now you got the number one live radio and TV show in the world, not only in America, but in the world. And everyone knows that. Uh, the New York Times can call it a podcast all they want. This is a live show, as you're seeing us live right now. Uh, Ann and I, uh, my wife Ann Fredericks, who's our president and CEO, decided that it was very important that we find a network to buy, a radio station to buy in Nashville, Tennessee. That is uh, one of the most growing cities in the U.S. That's also a cultural hub. That's where, of course, all of the big radio uh, network co-star and some of the biggest companies. So took us a while, but uh, we were able to do that. And just today at 6.30 a.m. Central, 7.30 a.m. Eastern, we launched WENO AM 760, The Flame, which is our new blowtorch of free speech in Nashville with our, our lineup, John Frederick Show, 6 to 10. This is all Eastern. Then, of course, War Room, Follows that, 10 to noon, Rob Carson, noon to 3, Del Wamsley, 3 to 5, and then back with uh, Steve Bannon, War Room, Evening Edition, 5 to 7. 
Now, one of the most amazing things about this, Steve, is we are right in the middle of competing with two of the biggest conservative talk conglomerates in the country, iHeartRadio and Cumulus. They're the kings there. But look, they got all the warmed over hosts that basically download RNC talking points every day and babble on about a capital gains tax cut or the Ukraine war or something. We're bringing with War Room and my show and Rob, we're bringing a fresh, populist, energetic action, action, action perspective, the best analysis that they're going to get. And although we're competing with the big boys, we don't have the funding they have. This is a private company. You know, Ann and I do our best. But I tell you what, uh, we're going to make great inroads in Nashville. It gets us into the Mid-South as we continue to expand. Because, Steve, at the end of the day, the truth media is all we have. It's it's War Room. It's a John Fredericks Media Network. It's other things out there. This is all we have to compete with all of the clips you had to play today from CNN, MSNBC, Mika, the whole bunch of them. And as you rattled off all of the uh, left-wing communist liberal outlets, the Atlantic, New York Times, Washington Post, etc., it's only our media and expanding uh, with you with us that are giving people the truth. Because at the end of the day, Steve, we're gaining on everybody because they know we're right. We have the best analysis, the best perspective, Steve, and the truth will set you free. By the way, just knowing it is the uh, the hometown of General Andrew Jackson and the hermitages there is enough for me always to want to have been on radio in Nashville. But it's also the cultural center of a new American renaissance. Nashville is one of the most important cities in the United States of America. We're very honored uh, to be part of it now and uh, and hope to really provide tons of original content, populist nationalist content, exactly like General Andrew Jackson was, uh, who was best, one of our best field commanders ever, one of our best generals who knew about winning and victory, and also one of our greatest presidents who took on, wait for it, the central bankers. <laughs> so General Jackson, in spirit, will live on in the war room every day. John Fredericks, thank you very much, brother. Your expansion from Philadelphia to Pittsburgh, started in Richmond, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Charlotte, Atlanta, uh, now Nashville is just incredible. I know you're going to be popping a couple of this, a couple other uh, big areas here shortly. So really, really proud to be part of it all. Thank you, Steve. Thanks for having me. By the way, and uh, thank Ann. Ann Fredericks is the brains of the operation there. John is the, uh, is the, uh, is the front man. She's a hammer. Great network. Uh, we're also in St. Louis, and we're going to have some other expansion to talk about later in the week. We love radio, particularly love AM radio. Okay, let me go to Richard uh, Barris. Barris is with us. Barris, this polling, let's break down the New York Times, Siena poll, Trump up in five of the six, I think, major swing states. The crosstabs are even more, more brutal. Give, give me a minute or two, yeah. and we'll hold you through break, but give me a minute or two on the New York Times. Why, why is Morning Mika in the mumble tank, uh, sir? <laughs> And thanks for having me on, as always, Steve. It's good to be here. Uh, you know, just with the, their panel, you know, plus 11, uh, just to correct them, is not within the sampling era, in particular in the silver state. He's way ahead. This poll had Joe Biden beating Donald Trump in 2020 and every one of those states, except for Georgia at the last minute, they heard it uh, to even uh, but they even had him. They had Trump down in Iowa, Steve. They had Trump down in Ohio by a point. They had him down in Florida by three to six, depending on the electorate. So I think it's very clear here they're trying to push out 
Joe Biden at this point. We knew that uh, for sure when later they released the generic Democrat numbers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, 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 that, and I think that was in the headlines of the New York Times. You're saying the poll is so brutal that the Axelrod and, and all this is really an effort to tell. Uh, but you believe the poll is accurate, right? You're not saying they're doing this as a false flag operation? No, we've polled these states. It's very similar to what we've seen, especially in the state of Nevada. And you've known me for years now, Steve. I've been very skeptical of that state. I uh, never really thought Republicans should waste money in it. Their result is almost identical to ours. We have Trump up by nine in that state. So uh, that is from okay. because the, the, when we look. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Hang, hang, gotta, hang, hang on one second. Hang on one second. Yeah. Just, I know you got a lot of tricks in your bag today that we're going to walk through. Uh, we're going to come back. Richard Burris will break down this polling. Also going to go to Jerusalem with one of the fathers of the nationalist movement. Yoram Hazani joins us uh, next in the world. Are you prepared for the unthinkable ahead? We all need to pray for the best, but prepare for the worst. That means stockpiling emergency food before it's too late. Right now, go purchase a three-month emergency food kit from MyPatriotSupply.com. This is the nation's leader in self-reliance. Order your today. By going to MyPatriotSupply.com. Every family member needs their own kit when disaster strikes. These three-month kits from MyPatriotSupply.com give you an abundance of delicious meals, providing over 2,000 calories a day. You'll have plenty to eat when everyone else is scavenging empty store shelves. Stock up now because you won't get a warning when disaster hits. Order by 3 o'clock today. And your order ships the same day for free. The unthinkable can happen at a moment's notice. So don't wait for a crisis to hit. Prepare today and become self-reliant no matter what the future holds. And remember to pray. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, MyPatriotSupply.com. Use your agency. Action, action, action. ...are set to gather in two days in the nation's capital for a summit to discuss how to protect the Constitution and the rule of law against the rising threats posed by partisan power grabs. The Society for the Rule of Law warns that the conservative legal movement in this country has, be, has come to embrace a series of positions antithetical to the American constitutional system. Specifically, the group is sounding the alarm about what it calls the clear and present threat. Denver? Um well, I want to play the old Mika, but that right there, they're in full panic mode. They're in full panic mode about what's to come. Let's go to Richard Barris. Barris, go back to these numbers for a second. I've got to get into about Trump's, uh, what's going to happen in the second Trump term, because they're totally freaked out about that. Just give me the math on the, because this, and particularly the cross tabs are so brutal. I want this audience to understand it. Then I want to go to the CBS poll, which is even more brutal. Age and race, Steve, that's what's driving these swings from whether it's our polling and we have been talking about those two demographics now for the better part of a year. But this is the New York Times now. This isn't big data poll. When you know they had uh, their final 2020 poll in uh, the New York Times, Trump had 4% black support. That's it. Now he's at 22%, which is actually three points higher than our polling. Uh, when it comes to Hispanic voters, 
he was at about 30 percent. He did a little bit over than that in the Edison exit polls. And in the validated voter survey, it was 33 percent, some, somewhere in that ballpark. Now he, they and everybody have uh, Trump support among Hispanics above 40 or right around 40. That's, Steve, for every uh, one point of white vote share that you lose, you need six points among black voters to make it up. So the, the idea was, well, if this is real, if this if this trend isn't a mirage, like some people have called it, um, then maybe he'll he's hemorrhaging white support. But the New York Times poll and others show he's not. He actually expanded his white vote share. So it's across the board. And why does all of that matter? I mean, we were talking about Nevada before we went to the break. Where is that going to show? It's going to show in a state disproportionately like Nevada and the rest of them. But, you know, you have Washoe County and Reno where uh, white voters are going to have a big impact. Then that would indicate Trump has a lead in Washoe, obviously, with an 11 point statewide lead. But then in Clark County, Steve, that poll is suggesting he's going to win Clark County because his share with Hispanics is just too high. It's it's monumental, Steve. It's monumental. It's huge. Uh, and both. Of well, by the way, okay, uh, hang, on, hang, on. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I want to yeah. go twenty-three percent right track is the number I've never seen before. That's the blended of everybody. Correct me. I think the independents going to be in the in the in the mid to low teens. These are numbers never yeah. seen before. He's losing the under thirty vote, right? He's got what twenty-two percent drive. Trump gets twenty-two percent of the African American mm-hmm. vote. This is what we've talked about, the reality of American life, that our populist nationalist MAGA movement speaks to people about the current situation. And the neoliberal neocons cannot – everything that they put up, it, it, people understand it's a lie. These numbers are brutal. Flip to the CBS poll where they yeah, say great, people great say yeah. Trump will give me – Trump on, on both, on both uh, peace overseas, no wars – and prosperity at home and a control of our, our immigration and border, Trump blows uh, blows Biden away. Talk to me about the CBS poll. Yeah, it's a great time to pivot to that because you said the re- the reality. It's also the reality of a rematch, Steve. This is two men with records now. And the bottom line, Joe Biden's biggest problem is that we asked voters, the CBS News uh, poll asked voters, who do you think was a better president on these issues? And when it comes to peace and prosperity, which is what voters are looking for, Trump blows him out of the water. When Let me give people a little bit of a, a flashback. In 2020, when we polled nationally for the Epoch Times and then in the battleground states, uh, just for us individually, we asked people who they thought was more likely to lead a next lead us into a next conflict, or you know, who which which candidate would it be more likely that we would see a war? And in some of these states, you know, which is crazy, but that was the media coverage. In some of these states, Minnesota, it was very close in Pennsylvania. Some actually picked Biden. They thought that Biden would be the peacemaker in a lot of these states. That is not the case in our polling or the CBS News polling anymore. So this is a I keep using the Grover Cleveland like analogy, but that's really what we have here. It's a unique situation because we haven't seen it uh, in the modern day. Nobody alive has seen this before. But their biggest problem okay. is that voters think Donald Trump was a better president and their lives were better under him. And, and that's tough. Huge. It's tough to fight. Look at the numbers we got right there. Make sure you go to Denver. Put that back up for a second. I don't need to see the smiling face of myself. Yeah, right there. Um, <laughs> I want to make sure that uh, Grace and Mo, we get this up in the um, 
in the uh, email today, not just in the live chat. Let's push it out, but I want to make sure it's in our in our email. Everybody, particularly the radio audience in Nashville and all throughout the country on radio or the podcast where you da- actually don't see the live stream or the TV version of this, make sure you go to get our uh, our daily email because we get all the graphs in there, all the charts in there, and you really need that to get the full impact uh, of the chart. Richard Barris, where do they go to get all your analysis, sir? Best place, Steve, is on Locals, peoplespundit.locals.com. See you there around noonish. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Great job. Richard Barris, the People's Pundit, breaking down. Uh, this is called pattern recognition. If you see the pattern recognition, there's something. It's a deep tectonic plate shift going on, and they can have the total meltdown. Let's go ahead and play the cold open. I got Urim here from Jerusalem, but I got a cold open. Let's go ahead and play it. How Joe Biden and Anthony Blinken are balancing, they're doing this delicate balance. So I thought Blinken's trips uh, yesterday to the West Bank and to Iraq were uh, perfect examples of how this administration, led by President Trump, uh, but but with Blinken as his key uh, uh, associate, are doing the hard things, are going to the places that are dangerous for an American Secretary of State to go to Ramallah, uh, yeah. almost in a state of insurrection uh, against against Israel, angry at America, Take, takes a lot of guts. Same thing with going to, to Baghdad. The leader of one of the militias, Kataib Hezbollah, said before Blinken arrived, Anthony Blinken, son of a Jew, don't you dare come here. We threaten violence. It was an elaborate statement. Blinken went anyway. And he said, uh, we have an interest in, in a stable Iraq. He warned the Shiite militias uh, to be careful. So the two things I see Blinken focusing on for President Biden are deterring a wider war that would be driven by Iran's proxies. That's why you go to Baghdad. You say, don't do it. You know, I'm here to show, don't do it. And then secondly, the, this key question of the day after, how on earth can the international community help put uh, Gaza back together after Hamas is defeated. It's going to depend a lot on Palestinians who have to do the work in, in the West Bank and the Palestinian Authority. And there's Blinken focusing on it. So uh, I, I, I really commend the diplomacy. Uh, it's one of, one of Blinken's best periods, I think, as Secretary of State. Who is an albatross around Biden's neck. You write in part, quote, Joe Biden has hitched his fortunes to a man, Benjamin Netanyahu, who is co-creator of the ghastly dilemma with which Israel is now faced. The problem with Biden's bear hug strategy is that he has no veto on the Israeli prime minister's actions. The tool Biden wields is influence. Biden has reiterated that America's goal remains the two-state solution. Yet Netanyahu's life work Okay. I'm going to get to that. I want to make sure we don't, and if Denver, if my crack team here can get the buried lead, I want to cut it out and I'm going to play that. David Ignatius, who's a mouthpiece for the CIA, you know that if you listen to the show. He, but he made a slip there about President Trump versus Biden. But the most important thing he said, besides all the gobbledygook, he says, if you want to go talk basically to Persia, if you want to talk to the Iranians, if you want to talk to their proxies, he flew into Baghdad. I want you to fully embrace that for a moment. I want you to fully embrace that. Uh, 20 years, 8,000 combat dead, 50,000 casualties, young men and women on PTSD and 20 suicides a day, and $9 trillion, according to Brown University, $9 trillion. 
If you want to go, this is not Bannon saying this, it's Ignatius. If you want to go talk to what they call the Iranians, the Persians, and you want to make your case and make sure they tone down their, they tone down their proxy armies, you go to Baghdad. This goes right back to that polling. You understand why people in this country are tired of it? Why people in this country have had a belly full of it? It's right there. You go to Baghdad because the Persians control it. The Persians control it. So don't roll out Karl Rove and Dick Cheney and Bush and Bush. Hey, what are you all doing? This is some wild stuff uh, Trump's got. These hapless Dumb, evil people put this country in this situation and, quite frankly, put Israel in this situation. I want to bring in Yoram. Also, I talked about my just going over in the Navy in 1979. People, 1979 is the railhead of much as, although it obviously it's from time immemorial. But in 79, you had the, uh, you had the revolt in Iran, the, the, the rise of the, of the, of the mullahs. You had the siege of the great uh, mosque in Mecca, and you had the Russians going to Afghanistan, of which an American proxy army made up of jihadists, yep, made up of jihadists, fought them, drove them out of there. 1979, the railhead of much of uh, what's wrong in the world today. Yoram, uh, Anthony Blinken, and thank you for joining us from Jerusalem today. I just got to ask you, Blinken's flying around, he's going to Amman, he's meeting with the Arab leaders, he's doing this, he's doing that. Is the United States, I th- is your theory the case and others that Israel just got to fight this war and take on the Muslim Brotherhood in their in the in the uh, Gaza franchisee called uh, called Hamas and they just got to get on with it? Are the are the Americans uh, are the, are are we helping and assisting in that process or are we hindering, sir? Well, look, the United States does have a. Uh, uh, a, a ready supply of munitions that are being flown into Israel almost on a daily basis. And uh, for sure, everybody in, in the state of Israel is uh, grateful uh, to the Biden administration and House, House and Senate Republicans uh, for, for keeping uh, the munitions uh, line coming. But when it comes to uh, diplomatic support, I don't think these guys know what they're doing. I mean, there's a very, very uh, simple argument between Trump foreign policy and the Obama-Biden foreign policy. Trump's foreign policy was, we, we Americans, we think it's in our interest for our allies to be strong and independent and to take care of business as they understand it. And because our allies are strong in fighting for themselves, they'll also be advancing American interests. That was the Trump doctrine. And then we have the Obama-Biden doctrine, which basically sees, I mean, we had Obama just re- repeat this, you know, on, on, on this, this, uh, this clip, this inter- interview that he did just over the weekend. Obama said it again, that it's true that the, uh, the Israeli Jews were, were massacred on October 7th, but, you know, we also have to worry about the, uh, uh, about the, the safety and the well-being of the, the, the children in Gaza. And, and so our approach has to be basically even-handed. Now, Obama and Biden, their calling card was even-handed balance of power between Iran and Israel. Their theory was that Iran has to be strengthened in order to be able to balance Israel. And so they, they've spent the, the, the last dozen years 
um, and more than a dozen years, almost 20 years on, on, on this crazy theory, by the way, it began with Republicans, with uh, Jim Baker and Brent Scowcroft, adopted by Obama and by, uh, by the Biden White House, which says, strengthen Iran, strengthen Iran so they can balance Israel. And that's what they're constantly doing. Hang, hang on. You're, 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 hang on. You, you hit one of my favorite topics, Baker and Scowcroft. We're going to return to this of the uh, the Great Persian War expands in the Middle East. Next in the war room. There's a lot to be nervous about out there. Open social media or turn on the news and all you see is crime and societal decay. A lot of people just run out and buy a gun and then it sits in a safe. If there's ever an emergency, they're not going to be prepared and run the risk of hurting themselves or others. There's no way around it. You need to train, and you need to train often. Unfortunately, it's time-consuming to go to the range, assuming there's even one nearby, and ammo prices are through the roof. iTarget was invented so you could practice anytime in the safety and convenience of your own home. Simply download the iTarget Pro app, load your caliber-specific laser bullet into your firearm, and start training. Practice alone, compete with friends, or use it to safely train friends and family who are new to firearms. Go to itargetpro.com and get 10% off at checkout when you use offer code Bannon. This is the smartest, safest way to train, which is why competitive shooters trust dry fire training as part of their regimen. Get yours today. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon. itargetpro.com. Action, action, action. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, in Turbulent Times, we're going to talk more about capital markets in the second hour. Make sure you go to understand the end of the dollar empire. Uh, Four installments, all totally free. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Also, you can check in with Philip Patrick and team and find out why gold has been a hedge against turbulent times for 5,000 years of mankind's history. I see pattern recognition everywhere. So go check it out. But make sure you understand the end of the dollar empire. Uh, Yoram Hazani. And Yoram, uh, you become one of the great public intellectuals about nationalism. And, you know, we've loved your books and your writings. And, and, and you, you're very clear about the virtues of nationalism, which is the, the, um, the, uh, the title of your magnum opus. In this, this is what I don't understand. You got to help an American audience because we're on Baker and Scowcroft all the time about they're the guys with the blood still on the on the surface in Tiananmen Square. Scowcroft goes over and tells Deng Xiaoping and the Chinese Communist Party, "We've got your back. You're gonna have to clean up a little bit and and, and make some accommodations for the world media about the slavery you have Lao Beijing in, but." We're your partners. You're going to be our manufacturing base, and we'll figure it out. And that's how the Bush 41 saved the CCP, saved them, saved the CCP. But you bring up something that's <laughs> it's mind-boggling, and you're going to have to explain it to our audience because this gets to the heart of the problem we have today. This gets to the heart of the problem we have today. The Scowcroft and Jim Baker, and Jim Baker is supposed to be the master. You know, Peter Baker over at the New York Times has written this big, thick book about he's the master player and the master manipulator. And the, all the Bush guys talk about, yeah, James Baker, this is, you know, James Baker, the master thinker, the grand strategist. How, tell me, Scowcroft and, and, and Baker's theory of the case of why Persia 
had to be brought up in strength, particularly given everything they had done since the radical Ayatollahs took them over and the Mullahs took them over and the Shiites ran the thing on theocracy, why they had to be stronger and our ally Israel had to be weaker. Okay, look, everybody, I think, at least above a certain age, certainly you remember that Reagan's, Reagan's big theory was peace through strength. The stronger we are, the more likely it is that our enemies will just give up. And the Trump foreign policy, the Trump doctrine, was based on the same theory. If you want peace, you take the good guys, the people who Trump thinks are the good guys, Poland, England, Israel, India, Japan, Australia, you make them so strong that everybody who, that any hostile power will have to say, not only do we not want to attack them, but we actually want to make peace with them because they can't be defeated, right? So that's one one theory that's familiar to us, but there's an opposite theory that's been kicking around Washington for a generation, right? And it, it, it calls itself realism. I don't think it's terribly realistic. The idea is that in order to get to peace, you need a balance of power. So it's good to balance China against America. China should be as strong as America, then you'll get peace. In the Middle East, this theory is the theory that Iran is too weak vis-a-vis Israel. And that the reason that there's constant danger of war is because the Iranians are too weak. If they, if, if they were stronger, if they had nuclear weapons, if they had more money, if, there, if we stopped the boycotts against them, if we strengthened them enough so that they felt like they weren't threatened by Israel, then you'd, have, you'd be able to make peace between Iran and Israel and you'd have peace in the whole Middle East. Now, that theory sounds crazy, but there's a, a, a number of really smart guys experts in uh, in Iran, uh, uh, Duran and Badran and Lee Smith, who, who spent the last 15 years putting together the case that this is this this in fact was Obama's foreign policy. It was his his grand theory of how to bring peace to the Middle East. And at, at this point, you know, you're watching the Biden administration constantly finding ways to advance the Iranians towards nukes, to, to give them money, to give them cash, to, to remove the sanctions against them, to get them money from, uh, from, from, from oil and gas. And it looks crazy. What is this all about? And I, I, I believe that what it's about is thinking that only if you get a balance between Israel and Iran, balance between a demo- democratic pro-American country that wants to live in peace and the genocidal maniacs whose goal is what we got to see on October 7th, you need to, instead of defeating them, peace through strength, allowing Israel to be as strong as possible. Instead of that, you say, no, Israel needs to be balanced by Iranian power. That means that every time that the Biden administration gives Israel something, they're also looking, how can we make sure that they're not too strong? How can we make sure that they're weak enough so that when this ends, there's going to be a balance of power and therefore peace? Total lunacy. I, I want this audience just to uh, embrace that. We'll, we're going to uh, deal with this more layer by layer. But that is a type of geostrategic thinking that have us in this mess. How, what about the practicality of, of right now? Here's the point. Yoram, the United States military, for all the valor and courage we have at the enlisted level, non-commissioned officers and junior officers, the wokeness of our, our field commanders ever since Vietnam 
has been we manage conflicts. We don't look for victory. My fear is that that mentality is now seeping into this, into the uh, into the third Hamas war. Am I wrong in that? Because all I see is now all the elements of managing a program that's going to be here forever and never get solved to the detriment of our allies. Am I way off base on that? Well, certainly those are look, those are those are the sounds that we keep hearing from the the, the Biden administration. Uh, it, I, I mean, just over the weekend, we, we, we got reports that. Uh, from the New York Times re- reported that the administration is demanding that Israel reduce reduce the firepower that it's using in Gaza. That in they're literally reporting that the Americans are asking us use smaller bombs. I'm not kidding you. Use smaller bombs. Use more intelligence. Uh, in, instead of blowing a blowing a building up, send send in Israeli commandos in, and uh, what. What all of these things have in common is that the goal, instead of the goal being to win the war, the goal is to prepare the way for some kind of imaginary peace. The theory is that if you're, if you don't really fight the war too hard, then the Palestinians and the Arabs in general and the Iranians, everybody's going to be grateful because you were so kind during the war. And because of their gratitude, then it's going to be easier to, to establish a Palestinian state, to have, you know, the lion's going to lie down with the lamb. Yeah. But, you know, look, this is a recipe for quagmire. Quagmire. If you want a quagmire... <laughs> Hang on one second. <laughs> Hang on one second. We're, we're just going to hold you through the break. When the American people think of war now, they think of quagmire because of how we handled Afghanistan, Iraq, and Vietnam. Back in a moment. Death. You go to bed thinking about it, you wake up thinking about it. Now here's the truth. The system traps you in debt. High interest credit cards and loans make it nearly impossible to pay off your debt. And insane inflation keeps you stuck paycheck to paycheck. Done with debt is your lifeline. Done with Debt has an ingenious new strategy to help erase your debt faster and easier than you thought possible. Done with Debt analyzes all the debt options you qualify for. They know how to reduce bills. They know how to cut interest rates. Their skilled staff of negotiators know how to get debt out of your life permanently, without bankruptcy, and without additional loans. Done with debt are the experts in brilliant strategies for eliminating debt, but you need to hurry because some debt solutions are time sensitive. Now, here's how easy they make it. Go to donewithdebt.com. That's donedebt.com. Donewithdebt.com. Go there today. Action, action, action. Stop the worrying. Take action. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications, and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of this show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, JaceMedical.com. 
Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 